You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, Why Not Mint Money is a daily podcast on personal finance that helps you get smart about managing money. We help you understand basic money concepts to keep you from making bad money mistakes. Why Not Mint Money is your one-stop solution to money matters. So, let's get started. Welcome to your money journey. Bank FD holders have seen their wealth erode in the past one year. Interest rates on FDs of some of the big banks like SBI, ICICI, HDFC have been hovering around 5 to 5.7%. On the other hand, inflation has peaked to as much as 7% in the last one year. So such low interest rates combined with high inflation has turned the real rate of return on FDs negative for a lot of investors. If not negative, then woefully low. So such a scenario is particularly painful for senior citizens because they park a majority of their retirement corpus in bank FDs to generate income. So if you're a safety-seeking investor who's worried about his investment portfolio, in today's podcast, we tell you the steps that you must take and other investment options in the debt space that you can consider to protect your portfolio from the inflation monster. Hello, I am Shipra from Mint Money Team. We have with us Prableen Bajpai of Fidfix. Welcome Prableen. Hi, my name is Prableen Bajpai and I am the founder of Fidfix, which is a financial research and wealth management firm. Prableen, why don't we start with you explaining to our listeners how negative returns impact wealth creation and income generation? Right. So, Shipra, broadly all assets and products come with a certain risk return profile. And for equities, we assume that, of course, in times when the markets are correcting or we are in a downturn, we can earn a negative return. However, in case of fixed income instruments, we broadly assume that our capital is not going to deplete. And yes, that's quite right. So on the face of it, we don't see any depletion of capital. However, there is a depletion in our purchasing power. This happens when the interest rate that we are going to earn on the fixed deposit and the inflation which is there in the economy are broadly the same and in times when the inflation is actually more than the interest rate that we are going to earn there is a real negative return that we are earning on our fixed deposits so broadly this means that a 100 rupee which grows up let's say earning a 5% return grows up to 105 rupees after a year but when the inflation about 6% is there in the economy there is actually a depletion of 1% and this is pre tax the depletion is uh, much more if we factor in the taxation involved because there would be a 20% or a 30% taxation on the fixed deposits so in real terms our purchasing power is actually reducing though on the face of it our money is still growing by that 5 rupees the 100 rupees is growing by the 5 rupees all right so in a low interest regime such as now what would be your advice to investors with low risk appetite uh, first is that in the current interest rate scenario you have to compromise if you don't want to take higher risk with slightly lower returns so a word of caution if somebody comes across a product which is offering let's say 8 or 10% returns and says that it's risk free Uh, that cannot be the case because the broader returns that you 
can get from a risk free product or a very low risk product have to be broadly in line with the standardized products what they are offering second uh, shipra i feel that the aspect of taxation must be considered while making a decision here because that can actually make a lot of difference to the final returns for an investor so broadly a combination of arbitrage funds and debt mutual funds can work for investors who are in the higher income slab arbitrage funds would offer equity taxation while debt mutual funds offer indexation benefit if held for 3 years and even if a withdrawal is made you know it can be set off against a let's say a loss in your equity funds or if you're doing a swp a systematic withdrawal then also only the appreciation amount is taxed other than these i feel if somebody has an investment horizon of 5 years or so then government schemes such as national savings certificate nsc can be considered they are offering about uh, 6.8% returns currently uh, compounded annually uh, as well as maybe partial allocations to conservative hybrid uh, funds uh, if the investors are comfortable with a small allocation to equity uh, but the investment horizon here has to be around 3 years or more all right that is very useful information Uh, can you also tell us some of the income generation instruments uh, for senior citizens government backed schemes such as senior citizen saving scheme uh, pradhan mantri vandana vyas yojana rbi floating rate saving bonds and post office monthly income scheme are some of the good options which can be used by senior citizens currently both uh, senior citizen saving scheme and uh, pmvvy are offering 7.4% return with a payout on a monthly quarterly and annual basis Senior citizen saving scheme only has a quarterly payout option. Uh, post office monthly income scheme is uh, uh, offering about six point six percent return, and um, about cumulatively as a couple nine lakhs can be invested there. On an individual's name, about four point five lakhs can be invested. While in case of the senior citizen saving scheme and Pradhan Mantri Vanda Vyas Yojana, a total of Fifteen plus fifteen lakhs in one uh, particular name can be invested, and if the wife is also a senior citizen, then another fifteen plus fifteen can be invested in her name. And the fourth one, the RBI floating rate saving bonds, uh, these don't have a upper limit for investment, and they are currently offering about seven point one five percent returns, and uh, they pay out the interest twice a year. in addition uh, moving away from these government schemes uh, i think the tool of systematic withdrawal plan from debt funds can be used by senior citizens especially in the higher income slab because uh, once you complete a 3 year tenure then the indexation benefit um, comes into play and then your withdrawals which is actually a component which has a component of your appreciation and your principal actually reduces your tax liability so i think overall uh, these can uh, currently uh, suffice the requirement for a senior citizen and those who are not in a very high income slab can of course use the fixed deposit options as well but as a senior citizen i think it's important to keep about 15 to 20% of your portfolio in equity oriented assets as well or a growth asset so that 10 years from now or 15 years from now some sort of appreciation is also there in the amount that uh, they are uh, investing in the current uh, scenario and that can take care of the rise in inflation over the years that's all for today's podcast thank you for joining us and we'll see you in the next episode 
Thanks for listening in. We're also available on livemin.com and if you're old school then do pick up a copy of Mint for some insightful coverage. If you have any questions you want us to address, do reach us out at HT Smartcast. We are present on Twitter, Facebook and Insta. And if you want to connect over email, write in to us at mintmoney@livemin.com. Until next time, it's bye-bye. This was a Mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.